<laughs> All right, so um, what I want to do, this is, I've, I've, I've never taught this before, and um, so I want to tell you, I think I'm going to set, I'm going to set up, I'm going to tell you this, to me it's a wild story, it still makes bugs my mind, but I'm going to tell you that, so then I'm going to tell you how you can do it too, okay? Now when I say it like that, I'm thinking, I... I've, I've gone to too many meetings where people give these wild testimonies and then you're left with, wow, you're special, you, great for you, what about me, type deal. Then there's the wild stories that only will happen one time ever and it's a one-off type deal, right? Then I've heard stories that they tell you how they do it, but they, they miss out three pieces, of the, you know, and so you're left with ding, 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 ah, oh, you follow, you don't get there. But this is... Uh, I'm sharing it this way because I do believe this is uh, available for everybody. Okay, and I and I and I and I and also if I don't share it, then the Lord has been on my case about when you don't tell things which are for the body, you are closing the door. You're shutting the door in their faces, right? And so, um, so I'm going to share it. Out of the oh my gosh, I've never shared it before. It's not like it's everything's private because everything's personal. But some of our personal encounters with the Father need to be shared with other people to give them faith to have their own personal encounter with the Father. Okay, not out of copying, but out of we all need to, the Bible. Daniel says, um, sorry, I can't give the reference. Those who know the Lord would do great exploits. This is a testimony of knowing the Lord. And I'm going to share the exploit. They're going to talk to you about how I knew him in this so that you too can know him. And whether you do the exact same thing I do, optional, but this will tell you exactly how I got to this place. Okay? And then it's up to you to believe and go that route or not. Okay? So, here's the deal. So, this is uh, about being armored for battle, right? So, I did this deal where I, I learned how to... Um, Put on these three armors, right? And so this is not the Ephesians 6 where you talk about the helmet of salvation, da-da-da-da. Um, this is about the armor of light, our armor of might, and the armor of righteousness, right? And the first time I heard this, I was like, what? There's no armors. And then I'll show you the scriptures. <laughs> so, so, and again, everything we do is by faith, right? It's not blind faith. It's Father has said, Father has shown, and I can act on that thing, right? So, um, um, after I had um, put on these three armors, and the process was really changing your mindset, and the process I'll talk you through was pretty much you're going to put on these armors for 21 days, Put on armor number one, 21 days. Armor number two, 21 days. Armor number three, 21 days. Then put on all three armors for 21 days. So it's like a 42-day process, right? Mm -hmm. So for those who are not diligent, you can't get there, right? For those who are like, I don't want to work at this. I just want to love Jesus. Oh, cool. Fine. This is not about earning something. This is about um, a discipline, okay? Mm -hmm. This is about uh, more mature, right? And the Father's asking you to do something, to be equipped to do some stuff, right? So I went through this process of, okay, I'm not working to earn something, but I'm working to change me so I can do something, okay? 
And and again, the when you have a works mentality, it's because it's because you're thinking you're trying to get something from God. If you realize you have everything from God, then your motivation is love and not trying no other motive, right? So I was totally solid in my union and reunion with the Father, which when they said you need to do this prayer 10 minutes a day for 21 days. I was like, cool. Am I going to be closer to him? Whatever, as long as I get closer. <laughs> okay. My, mo my motivation was closer. So I did this stuff. It took me about 50 days because I was skipped some days. <laughs> it took me about 50 days, and I lost count sometimes. <laughs> you know, so I, just in case, you know, this is not magic, but it was about learning a habit. I had to change my mindset, right? And just in you know natural thinking, people just talk. It takes 21 days to form a habit, right? So that's the kind of the thing. Maybe some of you are fast for changing your habits, but 21 days ish. Maybe you want to up to 24 or whatever. But you know when you think differently, right? So, um, and I would actually just do these prayers. I'd pull them out and read them. It wasn't like I didn't memorize them, but I got to be where I believed it, right? So after I put on these three armors. I thought, let's see if these work. <laughs> and so I said, um, so I asked the Father, where can I go to test this, right? Um, I'd seen the movies like 300 and Gladiator that, uh, you know, those are godly movies, right? No, they're not. <laughs> they're violent movies. But I wanted to test the armor, and based on my understanding of stuff, I thought maybe there was a training arena, arena in, the, in the heavens or someplace that I could see if this... What I've been doing for 50 days was actually a, a benefit, right? I thought if I got this stuff on, let's use it for a reason, right? I didn't receive any response to my request, um, so I thought I must be able to choose where I get to go. So I'm believing I'm armored up, and I had a friend that was ministering in the country of Colombia, so I thought I would go there and clear the area of any demonic issues or demons or whatever. So I was going to go help him out in the spirit with my new armor on, with this light thingy and this might stuff, this righteousness thing. So I spoke to my, an, my, an, my angelic team, and moments later, me and three angels landed in Columbia. I wasn't sure why I had asked them to come with me, because I didn't think I needed any help. <laughs> I thought I was, let's take him on, right? So I think I was being polite since I had re recently just met them. <laughs> anyway, we landed in the village. And I couldn't see or find any demons. I started looking for demons, and I was disappointed. The angels were no help in finding demons. I'm thinking, I'm, gonna dr I'm the drug capital of the world. I can't find any demons. Surely there's a, you know. So I went on a rampage, pulling down and destroying structures, all religious things. It was kind of like the way I believe or imagine Jesus cleaning the temple out with a whip. There seemed to be some political or religious demonic structures that were established, so I destroyed them. It was fun. I returned to my bedroom, pondering why I could not find any demons. I made a few entries in my journal, and I went to sleep. So... And I was like, God, how come I couldn't find any demons in a demon-infested place, right? And I started asking the Lord, I mean, I know there's demons there. I could imagine a demon. I can imagine, so why can I find any, right? So I'm praying and talking. I don't pray anymore, engage with God. So I'm having conversations with my father, asking, asking, asking. And I finally got a scripture. And so Matthew 8, 29 was his answer to me. And behold, they shrieked and screamed, 
What have we to do with you, Jesus, Son of God? Have you come to torment us before the appointed time? I thought, well, I'm not Jesus. What's going on here? And the Lord said, um, I, had, I knew the story. And what he said was, when you were showing up dressed like that in an armor, the enemy does not see you. They see Jesus. He is your righteousness. The demons know that Jesus has the ability to, to cut their time short. Okay? So in order to maximize their time and their existence on the planet, they seek to avoid all confrontations with Jesus. Okay? Thus, demons do not seek a confrontation with those who look like Jesus. Okay? I thought, whoa! <laughs> you know, I was pretty excited. Well, that made sense to me, and I had a scripture now. So, with this revelation, I, I got a little cocky. It's about two weeks, because I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I've learned to walk with really, the Bible says you clothe yourself in righteousness, to clothe yourself in Jesus. And I was doing that. That's neat. And I had somehow picked up this light thing and this might thingy. And I'm thinking like, man, I finally arrived, right? And I'm for two weeks, I'm like, <laughs> you know, and and that was that was pride, right? And so the Father knows my heart, and but I thought I got into this place, right? And the Lord said to me, um, so uh, how do you say that? <laughs> so I kind of made a comment to the Father in my engaging time. Father, this is great. Now you know. I don't have to worry about stuff. I can do worry about, do, not worry, I can focus on other stuff and not have to focus about fighting and spiritual warfare stuff. I just show up in Jesus and, you know, that's not an issue. I believe I heard him say, there are bigger, more dangerous things than demons that you need to deal with. And I went, what? I thought I was done with warfare, <laughs> you know? I thought my 50 days had got me to a level where, you know, I could create a demon-free zone. The Lord goes, nope. And here's the part that, that really I knew was God. He said, well, my bubble, well, reality was my bubble was burst, but my vital union, my dependency on him had been restored. So I got back to, I thought I was, I didn't need him for power anymore. I got to a place where, don't need God to help me battle because I'm so mature, right? And I was like, oh, I still need you because there's other things out there, right? So I need the relationship still. But what I'm going to talk to you next about how do you get this place where you're in Jesus, right? And others know you're in Jesus, okay? You're in light. You're enclosed with light, and you can go into dark places. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because I was kind of like, Ugh. but at today's meeting, um, Chris Valden talked about being people and go into darkness and be light. I thought, he knows my message. <laughs> and But to me, it was an encouragement to me to go step out there, right? Mm -hmm. And to actually give you some practical ways to do what he prophesied about. Mm -hmm. You know, was, I'm thinking, how does he see my notes? <laughs> you know? Uh, how does he know my experience? So, because he's prophetic, you know, he can prophetic look at my deal. So I talked about these three armors, right? Um, so um, you need to. So the you know step one, believe, okay. Uh, 
And so I was, so I'd heard this deal. Um, I thought, I'm going to see if this is true, right? I'm going to trust my father because everything I'm going to talk about now is about engaging with the father's word, not the word of a person. It's time with him. So I'm like, hey, more union. Union's good, right? Union on, on purpose, right? So um, uh, you put on each armor for three weeks, for 21 days, and I was praying about praying or engaging about 10 minutes a day with per armor, okay? So I pick one armor. Uh, so the armors are the armor of might or the armor of strength, the strength of God. That's in Ephesians 6.10. The armor of light, which is Romans 13.12, okay? The armor of righteousness, which is Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians 6.4, okay? The, uh, the armor of might... It's like a shield. It's like a shield that goes around you. It's just impenetrable. Okay, it's his might and power that that covers you. The armor of light is a protection inward and outward, but also the light will shine on issues in you and bring them up to where you say, "Father, look, I didn't know that was there." He goes, "Yeah, here's some light shining on," and he takes care of that. What that means is, when Jesus said, "The enemy has nothing in me." Sometimes we don't know the issues that are there that allow the enemy to put a hook in us, right? The light, this armor, shines a light on something that's in you, not to condemn you, to go, oh, look, there's a chink in my armor. There's an opening in my soul, opening in the deal. Let's expose it and get healed up, right? And deal with it so there's no room for the enemy to come in. And then the light also blinds the enemy, okay? Reveals things to you, stops them from seeing Right, it's a dual, dual fold thing, right? The armor of righteousness is a defensive covering, and you're cloaking yourself with Jesus. You know, my life is hidden in Him, right? You're, this is you're going to step into Jesus, right? So when people see you, they see Jesus. That's kind of a cool thing. When the enemy sees you, they see the enemy sees Jesus. And that my personal encounter was, I was looking for demons. They saw me. I thought they were looking for me. But they weren't seeing me. They were seeing Jesus. And they were like not wanting to deal with Jesus, you know, because they knew that Jesus himself was well able to take care of them, right? They have, cons- have a question? Yeah, I do. We had a guy come to our church about a week ago. Yep. Had an encounter with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he was, anyway, he was a cop and he got shot. And anyway, all this stuff and he saw heaven and this. It was a crazy story. But. Anyway, he, so he physically met Jesus and heaven and saw into heaven and yep, talked yep. about demons and everything. But then when he was in the hospital, and he had had surgery, and he couldn't, like, talk or, I don't know, he was kind of, he said demons kept coming in the room. Yep. And he said that, I don't know, his brother his brother or something, like he did not want his wife to enter the room. Like he would and she at the time was like feeling real hurt and everything, but um he said he didn't want that to get on her. And I can't even remember anyway, he it was a cool story, but I was just kinda curious, like So the the difference what you're saying, I'm saying we're stepping into Jesus. Jesus is not not with Jesus. It's a difference. Okay? 
This is see we have to we there is a myth tradition that uh, if I'm doing the right thing, demons don't show up. Demons only show up when I'm doing the wrong thing. Demons are around us all the time. But here okay. we have this encounter with Jesus. An encounter with Jesus does not mean things go, there's now a force field around us. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Dude. It was good. I mean, oh, it was very good. It yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. But, and it was then in the hospital room, they kept coming in. Right. Trying to attack. They ended up leaving, I think. But yeah. I so. They were like teasing him or what? Or okay, what? okay, hold on. So think like, about this now. So. The individual you're talking about had an encounter with Jesus, right? Jesus Christ, Lord of all, Master of all, has a fun conversation, takes some places, goes places. The guy has a relationship with Jesus, right? A relationship with Jesus does not mean I'm now marked with, you can't come by and talk to me if you're a demon. Okay? We think that's true. When I got saved, I thought I had no more problems. I had more problems after salvation than I did before salvation, okay? When you go to, ch- when you're doing the right thing, I thought if I'm doing the right thing, I'd be, it'd be easier. I'd have no resistance. Mm-hmm. I got more resistance, right? Mm-hmm. When I started having my encounters with Jesus, it didn't mean I'd have no more issues with demons. Mm-hmm. Demons still show up. Now, some demons do not like to get beat up or wounded or killed. So the, the ones which are lightweights, they don't come around because they know exactly what I'll do to them. There's other types of spirits that are not sure what I'll do, and they might show up, right? Some demons are invited by me because I have done a wrong thing, and I've given them a legal right to come in. If I have ought anger something against my wife, right, I've now opened the door for the enemy to come in. If I have unbelief, I've now opened the door for him to go, oh, look, he's not believing, so I can come in, right? There's, there's you know, there's stuff that goes on, right? Um, I can watch TV. I'm pointing here. If this was a TV and I'm watching a show, if the show has anything in it, I've now opened a, a portal to my living room for the demon on that program to come in there. Was I worshiping an idol? No, well, a demon was, there. Yeah, right? This was so compact because he basically was shot and was dying. Yeah. His lung was shot. Yeah. And he was laying on the floor with the enemy, and Jesus was writing him right? notes and giving him messages. Yeah. And, and then he said to the guy that they had gone in. I mean, right. this unbelievable story. Yep. And he said, "God loves you." And he was a guy. He was a child abuser and that and he was a cop and they were doing a break-in and the guy did the gunshot thing so but it was like all this stuff and it was like when so it wasn't like a lifestyle of you know no. unless that that carries over into it does carry over okay it does carry over right but again i mean it's all kind of things like so you're you said is in a hospital room right yes. Like Demons that. came to the hospital room. Mm-hmm. So you're in a different environment, right? right? You don't know who cleaned up that room. A Buddhist guy comes in there, brings his demons with them. The demons hang out. All kind of reasons why demons can be there, right? right. All kind of reasons why. So it didn't necessarily have to. Correct. Yeah, him, yeah. right. Okay. Not necessarily him, right? Okay. So good point, good question. We're kind of going a little different. I know. 
category. It's okay. Good point. Um, okay, three armors, righteousness, might, and light. Okay, I gave you the scriptures. Okay. Yeah, so uh, the first one we'll deal with is the armor of strength or the armor of might. And the scriptures, Ephesians 6.10. And the armor of light will be the verse Romans 13.12. And the armor of righteousness, which will be 2 Corinthians 6.4. So you put on these armors by prayer, by your communion, by fasting, by feasting, by engaging with the Father. Because there are things from Him, right? And by declaration, right? So I heard this was possible, right? I read the scriptures, okay? And I thought, wow, I'm going to exercise my faith on this, right? And I'm going to engage and do this for 21 days. I actually did this, right? Here's what I did. I got, I picked the armor of might first, right? And I read the scripture, Ephesians 16. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Okay, cool, yeah. Um, and in the power of his might. Oh, there it says it. And it says, put on the whole armor of God. Okay, well. Now, I've been taught all my life, the whole armor of God was the helmet of salvation, to shod your feet. Now, I had a new teaching. Option one, do I believe the new thing, or do I stay with the old thing? I didn't throw away the old thing. I just said, I want to exercise a new thing. Mm-hmm. Choice one, right? So, then in the teaching I got, the wiles of the devil, that's just, actually, I looked up Wikipedia. What does wiles mean? Uh, devious or cunning, stra- cunning strategies, stratagems, right? Employed to manipulate or persuade someone to do what one wants. Oh, so the devil's a trickster. We knew that, but I wanted a little bit more deal, so I kind of looked at what does wiles mean. You kind of get a little bit more, right? Ephesians 6.10 in the Amplified says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with Him. Oh, good. Back to union, relationship. It's not strange. I'm not putting a, you know, a using the scriptures as a lucky charm. It's all about relationship, right? I'm engaging in an area and learn how to draw strength from Him. Okay? So again, this is all not cultic, not weirdo. It's Bible. And I'm now going further in my relationship with the Father, right? This is the mental process I was walking through, right? This is the mental process that I started with on day one of 21, okay? So day one, I'm like, going, what is this? The armor or the power of his might, it stops poison darts, poison arrows. The armor stops the wiles of the devil, right? These strategies. The strength of God and his power. So I noticed when I was doing this, if I, can draw, uh, if I can draw strength from the Father, I was learning I could release strength too. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, this happened on a, on a process, right? So I would pray, Father, I draw on the strength of God. I draw on it as armor today. Okay? And I would say, and by faith, because this is not by magic, not by faith, the just live by faith. It's in Romans 1. By faith, I draw on the power of your might. I draw on that in the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua. This is not magic, very simple prayer, not very long, not very deep. I did this for 21 days, right? I usually did it after work, before bed, and I'd spend 10 minutes thinking about this, seeing it differently, and drawing on and saying this prayer, and believing the words. Day one, I don't think I fully believed. Day two, I'm getting it. See, it's a workout, right? It's reps, right? I'm repping it, right? I'm repeating a behavior, 
Okay, I'm becoming the Word, right? I'm every day on purpose, intentionally, I'm engaging with a characteristic of the Father. Is God Almighty? Yes or no? It's not a trick question. If I engage with this characteristic of the Father, He's like willing to give me Himself. And the scriptures draw on the power. So every day on, on intention, I'm drawing on the power. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. Skip to day eight. Oh, 21 days. I, I'm, I'm not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so I skip a day and like, oh man, oh, it's not legalistic, but do I believe, right? So I get back to my 21 days. I'm putting faith in, is my habit changing? Do I believe that his might's coming in me? Day 17, day 18, I'm dealing with this. It mandates your, your ability for assault. It mandates your ability to assault, destroy the enemy's camp. It gives you the ability, gives you power, and authorizes you to go and do the job, right? I'm thinking about his power being my power because God's not holding anything back from me. For 21 days, I'm thinking about this, meditate on this. I'm spending three to seven, maybe 10 minutes on this, right? Um, maybe I'm going to sleep after it, maybe not. Maybe I'm going to the gym, but I've done this for 21 days, right? And I go, okay, 21 days is over. Next armor, right? And I put on, you know, um, so again, it's armor. So when I would, I would think about actually putting on, you know, something, right? Um, but it's by faith, not by sight. I never saw anything. I would think about Iron Man, you know, my visual, right? Um, and and we, the just live by faith, not by sight, right? Therefore, you need to walk like you're protected, okay? You need to carry your armor, right? Um, you must learn how to use your armor. How are you now when you think you're invincible? Mm-hmm. Not because you're assuming, but you're thinking, right? You're thinking the truth. I'm like David, you must make it your own. Uh, you don't go like, I heard a teaching from Wally. He says that can be strong in the Lord and power of might. I'm going to be like Wally. Don't do that. In your relationship, right? If you need to go 27 days, go 27 days to where you're convinced that what the Father has said is true for you. Not what the Father says is true for somebody else. Because if you do that game, you do the Acts game. Hmm, Jesus I know. Paul I know. Wally I know. I don't know you. I'm going to kick your butt, strip your clothes off, and make you scream like a girl. That's scripture, right? That's the Wally part, but it's true. You know? um, so I continued that prayer for 21 days, at least 21 days, right? I went over and over again. And again, this is one aspect, one characteristic of our Father. I'm working on one piece of our relationship. If I was married to the Father, I'm going to work on. Lord, I think, what, what roses do you like? You know, I'm working on a aspect. So what's your love language? I'm working on that. I'm learning how to communicate with the Father. I'm learning how to walk with Him in this area of His might, right? I'm learning to draw and relate to Him on might. So 21 days, right? You following it? What do you, you guys do consistently for 21 days? I didn't, I breathe, thank you. So I don't think about breathe ever again, right? You know, it's automatic, right? So, so I got that down. I said, okay, armor of light, you're next, right? So the armor of light gives us the authority and power to subdue the demonic world, okay? 
to smack it hard. It empowers the believers for victory. Romans 13, 12. For the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness. Let us put on the armor of light. I was like, there's a verse that says that? I've read the Bible through lots of times. I never saw that. I was like, what? It's the Bible? There's an armor of light? I didn't believe it when they talked about it. I had to get my Bible out and read it and find it. This is part of building your foundation on what God has said. This needs to be a revelation to you. That's why you're repeating it over and over again. Not so you memorize it because you start believing it and not just wanting it to be true. You believe it. It says, let us put on the armor of light. Let's do that. The primary purpose of the armor of light is protection. The nature of light, light in any darkness, will dispossess it. Right? We all know that. Put the switch on, darkness goes away. Right? You can have the darkest of rooms, the power of light will drive away darkness, and you need to cast off the works of darkness. Now, in this part of the teaching, um, I would sit on my bed, and I would take a blanket, you know, and um, actually when I heard the teaching, they said, and get a prayer shawl. I didn't have a prayer shawl, right? I had my blanket, a normal blanket I sleep in, not a magic blanket, right? Not a blanket from Israel. <laughs> you know how we get that all weird? I have a cross from Israel. Oh, it's more special, right? Uh, my book, my Bible was signed by, you know, excuse me, regular blanket, right? I would take the blanket like this. I put it on my shoulders. And I would go, Father, I put on your armor. And I would peek because I, I wouldn't have the thing. And I peek and I go, I put on your armor in the name of Yeshua. Father, I draw the armor of light and put it on. And I'd pray in tongues a little bit. Ooh. Father, by faith, I cast off darkness. Oh, okay? Wow. I had a tangible thing, and I cast off the darkness. Because the first 20 times, first eight times, I'm like, is my blanket really darkness? Am I sleeping in it? Am I breaking darkness? <laughs> so this is me real, right? So I'd have the thing on my shoulder. I had to go over, you know, like, I got the thing. Okay. And I cast off the work of darkness. And I put on the armor light. Put the blanket back on your head and take it off. And I do this a couple of times. I'm casting off darkness, you know, and I'm putting on light. And I'm casting off darkness. And I'd be in my bedroom or in, in my, I'd be someplace. My dog would be going like, Rrr. I have a great Dane. <laughs> and he's watching me do this day, right? you know. So that was a bit distracting. And then I had to get over the fact of I'm sleeping with that blanket. Does that mean that I'm, you know. But I got through that. So I would do that prayer. Father, I put on your armor. I would do this. I put on the armor of light. And sometimes I'd do like this. And I'd look. Sometimes I'd close my eyes. But then I'd, I, had, I didn't have the prayer memorized. And actually I had the prayer on my phone. You know, in the little notes area. And I'd do this. Because I want to, you know, too much light in the room for my wife and stuff. I'd do like this. Or I'd go to another room. But... I didn't want to do the Bibles. It was kind of like, anyway, so I had it on my phone. It was, it was convenient for me to be, I cut and pasted and made it a little small prayer, right? And I'd say, Father, I put on the armor of light. I draw the armor of light and I put it on. Shambra de soto, but I light, light, lights on. Father, by faith, I cast off the works of darkness. I throw the blanket off, right? And I put on the armor of light. And he says, put the blanket back on your head and take it off. And I would do this a couple of times. 
Father, by faith, I cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. And I did that for 21 days. Right? Day one. And I go like, am I supposed to put the blanket down now or later? Do I use the blanket for light? And I go through my head about that, you know, and I go, okay, stop thinking about that. I'm now making the blanket only darkness. This is me working with this, right? And my declaration is I'm casting off darkness and I'm putting on light. I'm putting on the armor of light. Father, thank you that in Jesus' name, by faith, I put on light. And I do that. And in the beginning, I go, okay, was that 10 minutes? It has to be 10 minutes or 9 minutes. I thought, I don't think that's important. I made a decision. Not important. What's important is I start believing this. I believe the scripture. I can put on the armor of life. I saw the verse. I would reread the verse. I, sometimes I wouldn't believe it. You know, day five, I'm like, can I really do that? I mean, I'm questioning myself. Is this time actually doing it? And I go, I don't think I believe it. But by faith, I'm going to make the declaration. And then it'd be like, was this day five or day seven? Or is this day three? What day is this? And I said, I've got to mark this stuff down, right? Because it needs to be a habit, right? I was trying to be consistent in something, right? So I find the scripture and going to go, the night is far spent. Yeah, I'm reading it. The day is at hand, okay? Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, okay? Us, that's me. Let us put on the armor of light, okay? Scriptural. Okay, where's my blanket? <laughs> you know, put the blanket on my head. Father, I put on the armor of light. Wait, put the blanket off first. Blanket on your shoulders. And I started again. Father, before I cast off darkness, I put on the armor of light. I put on the light. I've got light. Light's an armor. It's bright. It's keeping out the spelling darkness. And I had something to add to my prayer, right? My goal was to hit this thing in 21 days, right? Some days it was faster. Some days it was shorter. Some days I was tired. Some days I wasn't tired. Some days I forget if it's day 5 or day 17. Then I go back. Just in case, let's start off and make it day five. So I at least did 50, I did 42 days for sure, but it's probably like 50 days, right, on this thing. And I was like going, and I'd lose my pad, right, of, I was marking them off, then I'd go. And sometimes it was a really happy day, I might do the prayer twice. Just, you know, because I'm trying to build a habit. I'm starting to believe. I want to be a believing believer who believes. That's a Steve Backlund line, which I've taken and used a whole lot. I wanted to actually believe that the light was available and the Bible, I could do what the Bible said, put it on. So I'm doing this prayer. Father, I put on the armor of light. Father, I draw the armor of light. And I would just, I draw it on. I put this light on. And I would sometimes image, you know, Spider-Man putting on his spider suit, you know. Put on my jacket, put it on my shirt. I put it on light. The light's available. It's an armor. I'm putting it on, you know. And, and you can think about any armor movie you want to think of. Visualize that, right? I continued that over and over again for, for a period of 21 days, right? Then I moved to the next armor, armor of righteousness. 2 Corinthians 6, 4. But in all things we can commend ourselves as ministers of God in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left. And I was like, I, was, I really was shocked that these three armors were there. I had never seen them in the Bible, honestly. Like, when, they, when, they, when I heard the teaching, and the, the teaching was given to me through, you know, a, an email, right? I'm like, I've got to find this verse. I, it doesn't say that. To my surprise, it did. 
So I said, check, it's in the Bible. If it's in the Bible, it's mine. Okay. Righteousness you cannot earn. Right? We know that. It's imputed into the person by God. You have to believe that righteousness is an armor and that you cannot earn it. The armor of righteousness is a defense. He made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You know, you can't buy it, you can't find it, it's his, you know, given to us. Um, and you want to, you know, cloak yourself with Jesus. He is our righteousness. You want to cloak yourself with Jesus. You want to step into him. You want to see yourself in him, right? And so, you know, this hitting it 21 days, you're like, it's, your, it's in your memory, it's in your thought life, it's a new belief system. You're reprogramming yourself, right, to believe the truth. Believing, believing, believing. Um, it's not, so in the world, when people do a, a chanting and repeat something over and over again, they are doing the same thing, except for ours is based upon a real being called God is our friend, Lord, and King. His words are spirit and life. I'm doing this out of relationship, not out of repeating this something, right? I'm not just saying something because it's a good positive confession. Okay? I hate positive. Well, I hate repeating things for just re repetition's sake. Okay? That's, I don't like that. And I wasn't sure about this. Okay? Um, but I had already knew the value of believing God. And I knew the non-value of not believing God. I realized I had a lot of unbelief in me. I found that one way to deal with unbelief is to replace it with truth. I knew this was truth. If there was any unbelief in me, I wanted to replace unbelief with this truth. Truth on this topic. The truth that there was a righteousness available to me. I knew lots of scriptures about that. I never saw the armor piece, right? So I'm putting on armor. You know, we've all seen the medieval movies and the shield and the helm thingy. We all know the armor protects, right? When I found out from the Bible there was an armor of righteousness, I was like, wow, that's cool. It would be good to know that I'm covered with his righteousness all the time. I need to believe that at church, not at church. I need to believe that when I'm asleep, not asleep. This needs to be a part of me. It needs to be as simple as breathing. At that automatic. Not about, I hope I'm good today and I'm covered. Right? It's just automatic, right? I automatically believe that God's given this to me and I don't think about it. It's now part of my automatic piece, right? This is a great thing to do around communion, right? I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Father, as often as I eat this bread, uh, your flesh, as eat your body, drink, eat your flesh, drink this wine, I'm continually in you, right? This is an amazing thing about in Christ Jesus, right? So I'm putting on the armor through communion or putting on the armor through prayer. Back in the day, I didn't know about communion on this, but this is a bonus part too, right? My prayer was, Father, I thank you by faith and by your grace. I receive into my being and around my being the armor of righteousness. Okay? I receive it from you, Father. I receive it from you today in the name of Jesus, Yeshua. All right? So that's small prayer. And I'd be going like, how could that little prayer make a difference? So day one, I start believing. Mm -hmm. Okay? Not wondering, guessing, hoping the just live by faith. I'm trusting not only a word, I'm trusting the word deliverer called the living word. 
not just a statement. I'm trusting him. I'm trusting that if he's made me the righteousness, it's true. I'm now working on convincing myself that he's right, right? I'm working on my relationship that, well, I should believe what he says. Do I really believe it? Well, for 21 days, I dealt with that aspect of my relationship with the Father. He said he made me righteous, and I was going like, I am the righteous kind of Christ Jesus. Father, by faith and your grace, because it's a free gift, I received in my life and being this armor of righteousness, and I would do that 21 days. Some days, it was, this, this one was a tough one, right? Do I see myself as righteous as never sinned? Man, I'd done some good sins. So I did a little more than 21 days on this one. Amen. You know, seeing myself as pure, I didn't believe it. <laughs> I mean, I, I really did. This was a big one, right? I was okay with might because of my physical structure. I, I got that one, you know. Light, well, light was kind of cool. That was kind of sci-fi-ish, right? Righteousness, whoa. That's called clean and pure. I've, I've done some non-pure things. I know his blood cleans me, but I was really, in the back of my head, I was having images of stuff I'd done, right? So this one was like a little little harder deal, right? Do I really believe that he would make me righteous? And Sarah laughed. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> you know? so, so, and so in reality, so, you know, some of you might be, Oh, I was a warlock, so the whole darkness and light thing, is there a big deal? My deal was the righteousness thing. You know, I'm in right standing with God, even though I got saved and didn't, and even the full knowledge still did stuff. You know, I'm, I'm even real here. So this one was a bigger one for me to believe this truth, right? And so, hit it 21 days. Father, I thank you by faith. I'd read it. I wouldn't memorize it. It'd be like... Father, I believe I am the righteous, even though I sinned yesterday. He gives it to me. I don't earn it. Right? He gives it. I don't do, I don't live righteous to be righteous. I live righteous because I am righteous. Well, that's true too. But he made me that, period. Yeah. And he then stepped in me. Right. Which is like, why? I wouldn't step in me. Uh, <laughs> that's the whole, you know? Isn't that the whole blood thing, too? That's probably the blood thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Done. Done? Yeah. He's, he, he did that. There's a whole bunch of stuff in that, right? But the simple fact of, do you believe he did it all? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You know, I'm being honest, right? I think that's why it's so good that you do that. Because when you do say it, when you do... That's right. Yeah. You have to, you have to hit those pockets of unbelief, like memories, digesting. digesting. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and you got to keep going, right? Yeah. So 21 days, I'm like... You know, I'm looking at a few righteous verses. You know, I'm putting on Jesus. I'm getting coats. I'm putting on Jesus. I'm in Jesus, right? Um, help the, you know, get those visuals going, right? Because you got to support your belief system, right? Um, you got to change your thinking. This is renewing your mind, right? And it, it's just not putting something else in there. It's junk. It's kicking out the other stuff, right? Uh, 
So it's, you're putting it in, but now day three, you're starting to push out other stuff, right? And you're putting in his image of you and driving out your image of you, yeah. okay? And so maybe this takes you longer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you go, well, maybe I'll go 40 days on this one, you know? But anyway, you get to the place where I believe it, whether I like it or not, whether I feel it or not, it's true. This is a truth. This is my truth. I'm not asking you. <laughs> I'm only going to ask him. Father, is this correct? You see me as righteous? I, I, I used to joke with people, I'm as righteous as Jesus is. You talk about a religious spirit rising up? You said that a few friends you? What do you mean? I know you. You can't. And they start naming stuff off that you forgot about. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's true. But I'm now new, even though I was new, you know. But he sees me as just like he sees Jesus. He loves me as much as he loves Jesus. Isn't that comfortable? Yeah. You know? And we don't believe it, but it's kind of, it's true, right? That's that's security, right? I just saw this on what is righteous in Psalms one nineteen one seventy two. My tongue shall speak of your word, for all your commandments are righteousness. Yeah. So, see, we're praying this thing. You know, we're putting on the Lord Jesus. Romans thirteen fourteen. Put on Jesus. Put on Jesus, and make no provision for the flesh. Put on Jesus. Put on Jesus. Romans 13, 14. Put on the Lord Jesus. Put on Jesus Christ. Put on the Lord Jesus. Put him on. Put him on. Put him on. He is the righteous one. So if you have any doubts of you, just put him on. You know? So it's like, well, maybe I can't do me, but I'm going to put him on. My life's hidden in him. I'm putting Jesus on. Get a coat. Put Jesus on. Put Jesus on. And so I'm doing this for, you know, um, I'm cloaking myself, I'm putting this on, I'm doing this for 12, 21 days on righteousness, right? 21 days. I think I did a little longer because I was kind of battling on this one, right? Hit this thing 21 days. Then once you've done the three armors for 21 days each, now all three, each armor is a 21-day process, right? All three armor per Father, I cloak myself in these three armors. Day one, I rename them. Father of these three armors, the armor of might, the armor of light, the armor of your righteousness, and I would do this action of putting it on. And I'd read them out, you know, and I have grafted them around my life in Jesus' name. I set my spirit to be cloaked with the armors of God, with light, might, and righteousness. Whatever gets your thing going, right? 21 days, I've, I put on these armors by faith, right? I've declared it so. Um, I will not join anyone else. I'm grafted these three armors. I have light on. I have your might on. I have your righteousness on. I am hidden in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. So my declarations would change. But I hid it for mm -hmm. 21 days. Three armors, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm doing all this, right? I'm in the, you know, and my dog's going like, yeah, yeah, you are. Go, man. You're doing it, right? Because he's been there, for, he's been there too, right? My room's changing because, you know, the walls pick up the frequency, right? Everything you say, do is trapped in the walls, right? Mm -hmm. So my room is changing, right? Mm -hmm. So the room's going, yeah. In reality, all the generations, the cloud of witnesses are going, yeah. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it, right? Go, go. He's the righteousness of God. 
Demons are going like, what's going on over there? I see some light, right? What's going on over there, right? So 21 days with three armors, right? 21 days. Father, you know, day two, I think it's day two, day three. I'm, I've, you know, you remember I did that 21 days? So this is day four. I put it on your righteousness. I put on your light. I'm putting on your might. I am grafted. My spirit is grafted and covered. It's a defense. It's an offense. I'm covered in you. I'm covered in you. I'm in your light. I'm in your might. I'm mighty in God. I'm strong in the Lord. And I look at my clock and go, wow, that was 17 minutes. I've gone over. That's okay. And just to make sure... My spirit is one with you because it says so. We're one, we're one, we're one. Mind, did you hear that? Body, did you hear that? You're covered. No fear because you got his might, his power. I'm strong in the Lord. I am strong in the Lord. Day 17, I'm standing going, I kick butt because I'm covered. So a little change in the prayers, right? But see, you start believing it. Yes. You actually start believing it. So this is how I've done 50 days of declarating the truth over myself, right? Now, my background, my Bible school, the Bible school would start off with, we do 50 minutes of declarations, right? That's, that was Bible school for nine months, declarations, boom, boom. I have a little declaration thing that I used to do declarations in the mirror. In the beginning, 50, uh, 20 years ago, I could not look in the mirror at myself. Okay? I could not be eye to eye in the mirror to myself. I did not like what I saw. I did not love me. Okay? This is true. So I'm walking around saved, but not liking me. This is a problem, because God likes me. I'm now in disagreement with God. Mm-hmm. And I'm stuck, because no one's talking about this, right? And I'm thinking, this isn't good, you know, inside. I can't tell anybody, because, you know, never came up, you know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Christian sports camp counselor with the insecurity issue, right? No one knows on the outside, dude, you rock. Yeah. Inside, I don't rock at all. I need to roll away to die. <laughs> you know, I go this deal and um, we take a test. The test says, you know, it's one of those tests that tells you kind of how you rate in your uh, characteristics of the Lord, you know, it rates you in the gifts and stuff, you know. Um, you know, Jesus fully gifted. You know, he was, you know, the score was 0 to 40 in an area. 40 means you're really good at that, you know. 0 means you're a loser in the area. Um, so it went from, it's the Romans deal. So uh, one end was mercy, other end was uh, prophetic type deal. So you take the test and your scores show you what you're high in, right? I take the test. I am 3 in mercy and a zero in love <laughs> you know i'm 40 and prophetic you know but i'm this i'm i'm skewed right you know and i'm thinking i don't think they want me to work with kids because they're going like he's got no mercy <laughs> he's a judger high, high prophetic you know you know so on a, on a scale of zero to 42 i was 41 prophetic i was 39 something else you know this is, I'm zero mercy, zero love, zero mercy, something like this. I'm walking back with my test results thinking I'm being kicked out of camp because I'm unbalanced, right? 
I'm shuffling along the camp deck, and this is funny still. I was I'm shuffling. I look up. There's two two guys walking back to the to the meeting group with as slow as I am. How are you guys doing? Not very good. What'd you guys score? And they were unbalanced too. Not so high as me, but they were, you know, they were like, you know. So all three of us can get kicked out. We get in there, take off our shoes, then big gym deal. We sit together, <laughs> birds of a feather. <laughs> the guy starts talking, you know. And I, I had, I always knew this was true, but I never wanted to deal with it, right? I mean, I'm the guy that tried to scratch out love from the Bible, you know. <laughs> Speak the truth of love. What? Speak the truth. Scratch, 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 scratch. <laughs> Um, I, was, I knew it was a problem when, you know, Jesus healed by compassion. Jesus saw the people and, and loved them. I had zero compassion. Mm-hmm. So how can I be a Christian without Christ-like care? You know, I have a problem here, right? <laughs> you know. So now I'm found out. <laughs> right? Might as well either kill me or kick me out of camp or both. Right? Take him outside of camp and kill him. Right? So we're sitting there, me and the two other guys, and the Later, guy says, okay, did everyone do the test? Now, all the people who are good and balanced, yeah, this is great. Oh, my gosh. It tells so many things about me. And the good guys were like, yeah, that was really good. You remember really Christ-like. And me and the two guys were like, we're silent, right? Because, you know, then he does the, the thing. Who scored really high in prophecy and really low on the other end? Only us three raised their hand. Right. And I'm like, I want to hear crucify him. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, now they think they know. And my head, my head does this because I know the next words is, I can't believe you call yourself Chris Gets. You know, no. Head goes down, hands go down, and he says, if you are really low in an area you can find someone who's high in that area and you can learn that trait from them. My head went, what? There's hope? I can learn mercy? I can have it imparted to me? I can hang out with one of those people who I didn't like? You know, because <laughs> I didn't like them. Because I didn't know how, what do you mean hug people? <laughs> you know, what do you mean their fingers bleeding? Hey, go, go get it, get some tape on that. Don't help them go get tape on it. Go get it tape. Walk it off. You know, kind of, that was me. I had no, no compassion, no empathy, nothing, nothing, nothing. Compassion, two. Mercy, one. Love, zero, right? Uh-huh. Prophetic, go do something about that. I need help. <laughs> get your own help. I told you what to do with it. You know, that was me, right? He says, and this is only, uh, well, this is 1982 or 83. So I'm in my 20s, first time I have hope. He says, if you're really low in something, find someone who's strong in that and learn from them. The union, is God strong in love? Is God strong in compassion? Spend time with the Father, he'll help you be that way. Mm-hmm. Is Sally full of mercy and full of grace and compassion? Hang out with Sally, right? That's what I did. I learned how to see things from their eyes. That day changed my life. I learned that I could be something more than I... I thought I was stuck the way I was. And then my biggest fear was they'd find out, and they did find out. I thought, I would kill me 
right? I had no compassion. Dude, you're in balance. Get out of here, right? That's how I saw me, right? Very black and white. Not balanced, kill him. And I would go, okay. <laughs> you know, kind of. So I've done 50 days, right, of identifying myself with my father, identifying with his might, identifying with his righteousness. Again, I'm identifying with him. I'm not proving I'm righteous. I'm not proving I'm strong. I'm not proving that I have the light of God. I'm going, I'm, I'm saying what you're saying. I see me like you see me. I believe it. I really believe it. I really, really believe it. Oh my God, it's true. I'm going from zero to 100, right? For real. I'm, you know, day one and two, I'm faking it. I am the righteous of God. <laughs> you know? But day 18 and 19 and 20, this is true. Things are changing in me. I'm, but it's I'm choosing to believe. Not just on when I'm praying for 10 minutes. I believe it after the 10 minutes. You know? I believe the minute after 10 minutes. And then I believe the day after 10 minutes. Oh my gosh, I believe this all the time. I'm starting to see myself as this is true. So I've done 40, 50 days of this, right? And I'm like, I am something else. That's what I say. Then I go, let me go test this. And I test it. I can't find a demon, right? And that's who you guys can be too. It's all about relationship. I spent 42 days on purpose identifying with characteristics of my dad. Mm-hmm. Do you have to stop with the three armors? No. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you want real healing? I know a guy who can heal everybody. His name is Jesus. What have you spent? Father, I want to tap into works of miracles. Right? You know, I don't know how it works, but you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I know in the Bible that, you know, you only did what you saw your father doing. I need to see the father. 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 I need to see. Wait, you said I can see the father. Oh, change the prayer. I see the father. I see the father. See that adjustment? Like today, I believe in healing. I adjust. I know healing. Oh, I know healing. Oh, the healer's in me. The healer loves me. The healer heals through me. You see how I'm adjusting to the real deal, right? What if you actually believe that? That's the word becoming flesh. Ding! Yeah. That's it. it. The word becoming flesh. Mm -hmm. Will you let the word become flesh? How long does it take for you for the word become flesh, become yours? How long does it take? I don't know, but you got to start. Okay? It's not automatic. I went to eight conferences. I'm sure I'm changed by now. No, you've just gone to eight conferences and, and wasted some money, right? I'm a big wow. baby. <laughs> you, know? Wow. you know, right? I've gone, I've gone anywhere. Changed, not at all. Right? I've been influenced, but not changed. My desire is to be totally transfigured and transformed. I know for a fact every time you go to him, you're changed. What if you stay longer? Will you start agreeing with him, right? What if you start working, letting it process on you on purpose, right? What if you take energy, emotions, and time and effort to be like him and let the word have his perfect work in you? What if he did that? What if? 
I'm saying things would happen. Okay? Wow. And so you now have a very practical way. I can't make anyone do it, right? You know? Um, I can talk about people who've done it, right? And you go, well, what's your life like? Well, forget their life. What do you want your life to be like? Right? Hopefully everyone he's ever taught you is encouraging and exhorting you to be all you can be. The only one who knows who you are is the Father. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. What? He started it? He can finish it? I thought my pastor, teacher, prophetic gift, da 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 book, teaching, the Bible says in Hebrews, Hebrews, Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. He who began a good work in you will complete it. Who he? He he. Where are you going? You can go to him. He'll complete the work. Okay? Well, can I go to a Bible school? You can. But will you let him work on you while you're there? Or will you be busy doing other stuff? Right? Will you use that time and input to change you? Or will you let people change you? into something that's not, is in their image, but not the Father's image. You are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, right? Ephesians 2.10, right? That's who you really are. You're not created in anyone else's image. Let Him work with you, in you. Spend time in His presence. Spend time in His face. If you have questions, ask Him, right? Reveal your heart to Him. He'll reveal His heart to you. You need a revelation? Reveal something to Him. Trade on it, right? Hey, here's this. Wow, you give me beauty for ashes? Mm. So I have to give you my ashes. I have to give you my wrong understanding? And you give me a right understanding? What? I thought I would just bump into the truth. Right? I thought it would just happen. Nothing just happens. Okay? You just don't get saved. You have to engage, right? You just don't get transfigured. You have to engage. You just don't put on armor. You have to put it on. Armor doesn't go, you know, even the movie. Right? You know? So in real life, you have to do real things. So you can do, make a real difference. Okay? Right? Is this real enough for you? It takes work though, right? I wish it'd be like, now that you've heard the message, the armor is coming on you now. Feel the armor. Feel the armor. Feel... I've been in meetings where they said that. And you're like, if I say it on a feeling thing, I'm not in faith, and then people talk about me. <laughs> you know. But this is a real hard work. To me, this is 50 days, right? Um, yeah, so that's, that's what I think it takes, right? At least that, right? I'm going to go on, where are you? So it's real, it's able, it's fun, it's a work, it's a work. The only work the Father asks us to do is to believe. So in those 21 days, three sets of 21 and another 21, you get the opportunity to believe. You get every time, do you believe what he has said? Mm -hmm. Whose report will you believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. 